You're listening to the Baseball Prospect Journal Podcast. Here is your host, Dan Zielinski. Welcome back to another edition of the Baseball Prospect Journal Podcast. I'm Dan Zielinski, founder and national writer at BaseballProspectJournal.com. You can find me on Twitter at DanZielinski3. You can also find the Baseball Prospect Journal on Twitter at the BP Journal. In today's episode, I am joined by Luke Fox, a junior left-handed pitcher at Duke. He's eligible for this year's MLB draft. Currently, he's recovering from Tommy John surgery after suffering an injury last season and then trying to rehab throughout the summer months and come back this fall and pitch again. It just didn't go as he anticipated, so he ended up having to have surgery. So I sit down with Luke to discuss his recovery process and how things are going in that regard. Before we get to the interview, just a reminder, you can find all of my MLB draft content at BaseballProspectJournal.com. I've interviewed about 80 of the top prospects in this year's draft class, and we'll continue to add to that over the next two months before the draft begins. So now, let's get to my interview with Luke Fox. Joining me now on the Baseball Prospect Journal podcast is Waukesha, Wisconsin native and Duke junior left-handed pitcher, Luke Fox. Luke, thanks for taking time to join me. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. You suffered an injury recovering from Tommy John's surgery, kind of where are you at right now? How are you feeling? Sure. Yeah, I'm about seven weeks into my throwing program at this point. Um, still pretty light, but so far I feel great. You were having a really good fall. I guess, when did the injury happen? How did it maybe happen? And what has this recovery process been like for you? Sure. Yeah, it actually started for me at the end of last season in May. Uh, my outing against NC State um, Suffered, had some like shooting pain through the forearm um, and had to come out of that game um, and tried to rehab that injury as a forearm strain throughout last summer. And re- then as through that buildup um, last fall, just never really got over the hump. And when I finally got to see live hitters again, it just blew up on me, yeah. unfortunately. Talking to guys, whether it's this year and previous years, guys like, George Klassen, who's from Port Washington, or even like Tanner Witt from Texas, both guys coming back from Tommy John surgery. They say that A, their arm is stronger since they've undergone the procedure, and B, their perspective has changed. For you, I guess, has your perspective changed, and do you feel like your arm is stronger now? Well, as far as my arm being stronger, I can't really say I'm I'm quite there yet. Okay. I can decide. Um, obviously, there's a lot of work that there is to be done through this rehab process a lot of and then there's a lot of time too to really pour into those things that you might not have had time to do otherwise when it comes to um, you know like rotator cuff work or anything with the arm really and then as far as perspective definitely um, it's it completely changes when you know that there's absolutely no chance that you can go out there and compete so I've really been able to kind of pour myself into my teammates and especially this group that I've been lucky enough to you know be alongside throughout the season. Uh, we have so much fun at the field, and I feel like I learned so much from those guys. Um, just being able to take uh, a different, like you said, a different perspective um, from off the field and learn about the game in a different way. 
what uh what's kind of the plan ahead for you kind of what's the eta on when you hope to be back in a game pitching again yeah sure so i'd say a rough estimate would be the spring of next year would be when i'm ready to go face hitters again when you're sitting there just watching the team play obviously you got your throwing program going on but just kind of what's running through your mind when you're sitting there in the dugout watching the guys and you you know you can't go out there and help them yeah obviously as a competitor you've always got that itch to go out to go out and compete um and so that that's been a little hard sometimes but otherwise it's really just been you know being happy for my teammates successes i'm best friends with all these guys who are going out there every day and i'm really just enjoying the success that they're all having um and that's been the best part in your first two years at Duke, you had a 474 ERA, 142 strikeouts, 47 walks, and 108 in the third innings. I guess, how would you evaluate your first two years when you were healthy on the mound throwing? Yeah, I'd say, uh, obviously, the, the freshman year numbers are a little better, um, just objectively. And I'd say I kind of fell into a little bit of a sophomore slump last year and just kind of overthinking what I was doing on the mound and trying to um, I was a little too internal, I think, and um, but it was a great experience for me and that I was able to work through some, you know, tough results that I'd really never had before. Um, and so I think I've really kind of managed to accumulate this experience in all sorts of different, um, you know, like the ACC championship or regional experience than to weekend starting day-to-day as well as long-term relief roles in the ACC or closing games. I've really managed to, you know, learn so much about different places that I can be used in and that I can excel in and also where I've struggled and how I can bounce back from those and learn from those mistakes. Is there an area you feel like you've really developed in your time at Duke or how do you feel like overall you just have developed in your time there? I think I've really been able to develop uh, my off speed specifically. Um, I've done a lot of work um, with my pitching coaches over the years on developing consistency with those as well as shape um, and results. But otherwise it's, it's been the mental side of the game here. And that's something that coach Pollard really preaches and about learning my process off the field that leads to success on the field. And those are things that I've never really thought about, Uh, In high school, those are things that you don't really have to worry about at that point, but it becomes such a huge part of what you do when when you reach this level and so on after that. I know you're not healthy right now, but when you are healthy on the mound, just tell listeners who Luke Fox is as a pitcher. Take us through kind of your pitches, break them down for us, and just give us kind of an overview of who you are on the mound. Sure. Yeah. First and foremost, I'm an athlete Um, coming out of high school, you know, played four different sports. And I try to use that athleticism in everything that I do. Um, And, you know, I think it makes me adjustable. It allows me to kind of deal with when there are times where I might not have my best stuff. It really allows me to adjust pitch to pitch or day to day. And then, you know, I throw fastball uh, from a lower slot. I like to get some ride, but also some run. which lets me maybe push ground balls to the bottom of the zone and also get some swing and miss up. And then I throw uh, really a, a knuckle curve from a lower slot, which turns it into a little more of a slurve or a slider. Um, so it can get some 
good sweep on that as well. I like to get that down and away from lefties as an out pitch and even back foot to righties. And then my changeup is probably my favorite pitch to throw. Um, I, that's something that I've really worked on and has kind of progressed for me in its movement profile. And I, I, you know, I try my best to really get it to tunnel off my fastball and then just fall off the table and run away from righties. In terms of first your mechanics, your delivery, obviously to me, just watching you on video, it seems like there's a lot of deception. When you talk to hitters, whether that's at Duke or hitters you face throughout college, is that kind of what they say too about your arm slot? Yeah, definitely. I, I always hear that it's it's smooth, smooth, and then it just explodes out of the hand, which is something that I really like to take advantage of. Is that an arm slot you've always had, or is that something that's kind of evolved over time? Yeah, it's just how I've always thrown naturally. In terms of the changeup, you said that's your favorite pitch to throw. Why is that? I couldn't really tell you. I just I think in well, first off, in general, I think I I pronate more easily than supinate in general and i've always loved kind of toying with the change of grip and trying to figure out the best ways to get it to move in the way that it does or spin in the way that it does um and it's it's been my hardest pitch to develop i would say in a matter of consistency and so you know after putting all that time into that pitch um it makes it really fun to throw I want to talk about your skills here, but before we do that, you mentioned four sport guy coming out of high school. You went to Catholic Memorial powerhouse program here in Wisconsin, played football, basketball, track, and baseball. In a day where specialization is so common, why was it important for you first off to be that multi-sport guy? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine playing one sport year round at that point. I, I love all all those different sports. I love playing every sport. And I think it's really important to compete year round. And I think you still are able to go and get that off-season work that so many guys talk about, like meeting um, through that specialization process. There's still there's still time. It's uh, through high school. You have that time. But being able to compete year round and play with different teams and put your body in different movement patterns or situations and you know taking that kind of pressure that comes with sports all year i think is really healthy and really important for development besides just a competitive level i guess because i'm sure that has helped a lot with you on the mound is there another aspects that you feel like being a multi-sport athlete has helped you when it comes to pitching yeah i i think that, I mean, obviously being able to move off the mound is really important. Um, it's kind of an underrated skill, I think. And then being able to, like I said, understand those different movements that you have to do and being strong in those different positions through what you do on the mound can really help you take another step forward in development, whether that's velocity or consistency in mechanics or feeling out a new pattern that you're trying to work towards, really. I got to ask you this because on Duke's website, on your profile, you're also listed as an outfielder. Did you come to Duke as a two-way guy? I did. Yeah, I was a two-way guy all the way through my freshman year. Okay. Well, what was that like for you and why did you feel like, I mean, obviously pitching, that's your future. That's where you're really good at. But why did you feel like just focusing on pitching was the right route then sophomore year? Yeah, I mean, I had a really great experience with it. I think freshman year, especially hitting kind of allowed me to just, it, it gave me an out, a little bit of an outlet, uh, especially as I transitioned from being, like you said, a multi-sport athlete where I could really kind of 
focus on other things and then get back to baseball when I knew that was my priority in the same way. Like I was able to hit and compete at the plate where I, I knew I probably wasn't going to get any at bats or get an opportunity, but still something to focus on and be better at, and then just kind of go pitch when I had to go pitch. Um, but like you said too, I think just that transition to from freshman to sophomore year, it was a really important time for me um, on the mound. And it was just, kind of decided between me and my coaching staff that it was the best for me to really throw myself into pitching specifically. Your brother is a freshman, Rory, at Notre Dame. He's a two-way guy too. You give him any advice or anything like that, even just advice going into ACC play and competing at that level? Yeah, I mean, really the biggest thing is, you know, you're good enough to compete. It might seem like there are a lot of these guys who are older, more experienced, and, and there are, and they're all really good. Um, but he's good enough and I told him so, and he knows he can compete at any level. What's the dynamic like for you guys? Just, you're only a few years apart in age. You're both playing at the ACC level. What's that like for you guys? Just, uh, the camaraderie level, just being able to bounce ideas off one another. Yeah. I mean, it's grown and developed over these years. We've always competed with each other. We're, we're both very competitive, um, <laughs> And it's always, I mean, I, it's made me better and I hope it's made him better, but it, it's made me better in knowing that like he may be going and working out where maybe I wasn't planning to. And so it's like, oh, Rory's going, I got to go too. Or, and now that he's in the ACC too, it's really unfortunate that we didn't have him on the schedule this year. I'm still hoping that because the ACC tournament's here in Durham, that we'll be able to see him here. Um, but it really just raised it to a whole new level. That's awesome. Once you are healthy back on the mound, things like that, you obviously have a starter profile. Ball just explodes out of your hand. We've talked about the deception. Where do you want to see growth in your game? I think uh, overall, I'd like to see, I'd really, well, I want to take advantage of this time that I have now to add strength and mobility off the, off the mound. Um, I think this is a really good chance for me to really work on strengthening and my explosiveness rotationally and some other things where I can kind of add velo and consistency to that velo on the mound, as well as adding to the consistency of those movement patterns of my mechanics. Um, I think I got away from those patterns at times last year and led to a little more inconsistency than I would have liked. So I really want to just kind of dive into that and, you know, clean that up if I can. If you were healthy this year, obviously people expected you to be one of the best pitchers in the ACC this year. I guess, what do you feel like sets you apart from other pitchers? I think it's just that athleticism, man. I, I always yeah. go back to that. I think that I've got a really unique athletic background that not a lot of people have anymore uh, that allows me to really adapt and compete in ways that other people might not be able to. A pitcher can learn a pitch, a pitcher can tweak mechanics, but I mean, athleticism isn't something that you can learn or teach necessarily. Do you think that just has helped make maybe pitching a little easier or just made it easier to have success on the mound? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, for all those reasons really I've mentioned before, it's it's allowed me to, you know, really step in even for my freshman year where I wasn't really a huge prospect or a well-known guy and uh, losing our senior year to COVID didn't help with that, but I, I didn't expect too much out of myself coming in and I wasn't sure how my stuff was going to translate at this level. I mean, uh, 
Wisconsin is growing rapidly as a baseball um, state, but it's not really the same competition and times that some of my teammates here had seen through high school, just in regards to like VLO prospect level, I suppose. But um, I think that athleticism really allowed me to just immediately kind of uh, build into what everyone else, the, the level that every, everyone else was already playing at and it translated instantly and it keeps kind of holding me up even when I might, you know, not quite be there from a physical standpoint or an experience standpoint. I think it just gives me that extra step that I need to get to where I need to be. Wanted to ask you that about that too, in terms of Wisconsin baseball. I mean, when I was in high school, graduated in 2013, like rarely did you see a guy get drafted out of Wisconsin, but now it's like almost commonplace. We've had guys drafted. Jared Kalanick was obviously really early and Gavin Lux too, plenty of first round picks. What do you think has been the biggest difference or what do you think has led to the improvement in Wisconsin high school baseball talent? I wish I could tell you a specific reason, but honestly, it feels that way across all sports right now. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but it feels like, you know, with basketball, football, everything really like prospects are coming up right and left and guys are going pro or going to big high level colleges. And it's been really awesome to see. No, it has. I, I mean, I think I kind of point, at least with baseball, to these academies, these programs. You got hitters, GRB. So to me, maybe that's kind of the separator. Guys are playing more but and getting more coaching. I don't know. But were were you part of hitters or GRB at all throughout high school? I was part of Sticks, really close to Waukesha. And I, I believe, actually, they just recently combined with GRB. Um, but yeah, definitely. I, that's a great point. I'd, I'd, I'd love to shout out Sticks Academy and credit them for a lot of my development because, you know, when we're pounded with snow, you got to go someplace to work, right? Definitely. In your time at Duke, you've kind of developed and improved your prospect status and now obviously are a prospect for July's draft. I know you're hurt, but what's that been like just experiencing the interest from scouts when it comes to the draft? Yeah, I've it's it's been a good experience getting to talk to a lot of these scouts and kind of hearing what they have to say about you know what they think of what the what my development should look like um and how that recovery process might look like as well as hearing what they think i can do better i think that's been really important and it has been tough not being able to you know go out and change my stock on a day-to-day because you know what i've got is what i've got and i can't change that um but it I also haven't really worried about it too much, to be honest with you. Um, like I was talking about before, you know, once that season started, it's really just been about this team and what we've been doing throughout the season. You guys are obviously having a really good year this year. You're 33 and 14. Season's kind of quickly coming to an end here before postseason play gets going. What, first off, has it been about you guys that has really kind of set you apart and allowed you to really be competitive this season? Yeah, it, it's the energy just from the whole team. Uh, I know I mentioned it before too. The fun we have on, you know, on the day to day for each game. It's sometimes it's it doesn't even feel like we're playing a baseball game. You know, we're all just we're going to the field and we're having fun together and we play for each other, and that's been the most important part on it. from every game. Really, you know, we're down and. We care enough for each other. Coach Pod loves to say that we care enough for each other that we keep fighting. 
and we keep playing hard and we've had, uh, I don't even know how many, you know, bounce back walk off wins at this point. We just, the team stays in the fight and we keep our energy up and play for each other. Do you think the chemistry aspect is maybe sometimes goes underrated when it comes to winning and having success in baseball? Without I think it's one of the most important parts just in from teams I've been a part of and other teams that I've seen. Uh, yes, vastly underrated. Last question for you, Luke, I guess, just what motivates you to play the game of baseball? That's a great question. Uh, I think there are uh, any number of things. First off, I mean, uh, I want to make my family proud and the love for the game is something my dad instilled in me from from a long time as long as I can remember probably when I was three years old and could understand what he was talking about um and that's a love that I've carried with me and I just I want to make my family proud when I wear that name on my back as well as you know making my school proud Catholic Memorial I want to represent them well Duke I want to represent them well too I've been given opportunities and I want to make sure that I, I take advantage of those opportunities and don't let them go to waste. And then I, I love competing. I really do. I don't know what I do without that competition with all those different sports. It's something that I've always fed into and, you know, getting that opportunity to have that one-on-one -on -one competition on the mound between me and the hitter is something that I've lived for. Awesome. No, that's a great perspective. Luke Fox, junior left-handed pitcher at Duke. Luke, thanks for the time. Thank you. Thanks again for having me. I appreciate Luke coming on and telling us about his recovery process, what this last year has been like for him, and just also just sharing who he is as a pitcher and what has made him into the pitcher he is today. I always enjoy speaking with former Wisconsin high school baseball prospects. I think it's fun to kind of see their journey and development after they leave the state and go on to college or the professional ranks. And Luke definitely has a bright future ahead. Tommy John surgery is not the end. It's just a roadblock in really a pitcher's development process. We see it more and more. Pitchers undergoing Tommy John surgery. It's very common now these days. And I really think Luke is going to be able to get back and be able to be the pitcher he was before, if not even better. He's athletic. He really has a great three-pitch mix. I really like his arm slot, too. I think it creates a lot of deception and makes it more difficult for opposing hitters to have success. And it also helps that he's left-handed, too. A lot of teams can find a role for a left-handed pitcher. We will see what Luke does come July if he decides to go into pro ball and take an opportunity in that space, or if he decides to go back to Duke try to improve his value, pitch a full season at Duke there, and then re-enter the draft next season. Both definitely are possibilities. Both have their pluses and minuses too. So it'll be fun to watch. I wish Luke success in his recovery and then once he returns on the mound. You can find all of my draft content at baseballprospectjournal.com. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Baseball Prospect Journal podcast. Find me on Twitter at danzelinski 3 Find the Baseball Prospect Journal on Twitter at the BP Journal. I'm Dan Zielinski, and we'll talk to you next week.